0: Uh, you know what? I'm I, just I, so heated because of what what you're telling me because I I do not want to live in a world <laughs> In a world where a craft dinner is the fucking substitute to a good macaroni. You're putting powder. No, no, no. Mac, macaroni as you call it is a substitute for candy. God. <laughs> oh my god, go to If you ask, if you ask any Canadian, would they rather have macaroni or KD? They will tell you KD is the best. It is superior. It is a fucking national treasure, and it is the greatest dish in Canada. I'm Mason Dixon, a Habs fan stuck in Leafs country. With my co-host, Corey, a Southern beauty trapped deep in the bayous of Louisiana. With over 2,500 kilometers of separation, we've still managed to come together to give you Habs Nightly, your hub for Habs content. While I don't know what a kilometer is, I do know Habs hockey. Don't let the 10-year age gap or distance fool you. We bleed blue blanc et rouge, and we're known to serve up hot takes along with our unique charm. Join us every Monday and Thursday for Hockey Talk, Ref Rage, and your daily dose of Southern Englands. Only on the Hockey Podcast Network. Katie is the superior macaroni and cheese. Get the fuck out of here. You put Um, ketchup on your fucking macaroni, you nasty kid? Yes, I fucking do. This has been Habs Nightly. You guys have a great one. Hello LA Kings fans and welcome to episode 19 of season 2 of the Kings Den as always presented by the Hockey Podcast Network. As always, I'm your host Jordy Cunningham. Thank you so much for joining us here on episode 19 of season 2 of the Kings Den. And you know, the weather's starting to get nice outside. You wanna start things are starting to open back up a little bit in some spots. But you need some money to go do some things. You need money to go to restaurants. You need money to go do some stuff outside, be with your friends, stuff like that. So what's the best way to go make some money? By betting on some sports. Bet on the Kings. Bet on basketball. Bet on the Super Bowl. Even though that you're gonna listen to this after the Super Bowl. Bet on any sport you want at DraftKings. Cause also, also Draft on the UFC, because two of the sport's most respected fighters step back into the octagon this weekend to compete for the Walter Waite title. DraftKings, the official daily fantasy partner of the UFC, is giving you a shot at huge cash prizes. For this weekend's fight, DraftKings is offering new players a shot at millions of dollars in total prizes. If you haven't tried yet, Fantasy MMA is easy to play. Just pick six fighters, say under the salary cap, and pile up points for advances, takedowns, and more. There's no better way to put your MMA knowledge to the test to compete. For a shot of millions of dollars in total total prizes. Plus, don't forget about basketball and hockey, where DraftKings has even more money up for grabs this weekend. Draft, go, go, place bets on your Kings on whoever you want. DraftKings is safe, secure, and reliable, so you can deposit and withdraw your funds at your convenience. Download the DraftKings app now and use promo code THPN to get a shot at millions of dollars in total prizes throughout the week. That's promo code THPN to get a shot at millions of dollars in total prizes only at DraftKings. Minimum $5 deposit. Eligibility restrictions apply. See at DraftKings.com for details. Or, or And if you or, and anyone you know has a problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Again, promo code THPN. Episode 19, Season 2 of the Kings. And as always, thank you so much for joining us. Tough start to the week. Your LA Kings lose 5-2 to two to the Vegas Golden Knights the other night. And again, this was a better effort by your LA Kings in this game. Again, depleted team right now. You got no Matt Roy, no Sean Walker on the back end. You have no Athanasiou and Lazar on the front end. So it's a different team right now you had the only bright spot of Tuesday night's game was you had Kaliev make his NHL debut and score a goal that was only only bright spot we talked about how poor of a game that was how the effort just wasn't there for the Kings that night the effort was a little better here for the Kings this night against the Vegas Golden Knights but you man man this Vegas team and like the Kings usually have success against Vegas which is a surprising thing it's kind of awesome but, you know, this was Vegas's first game in nine games because of COVID protocols. They've been still missing a few players because of injuries and COVID protocols. And this looked like a rested team. This looked very much like a rested team. Their first game in nine days, the Vegas Golden Knights were ready to come out and play. And by the way, just quickly, it's very sad that COVID is kind of going through the NHL a little bit, but this was expected kind of, right? Like you kind of, like it went, it's gone through the NBA. The NBA having problems. It went through the NFL all season. They had problems, but you know what? This was kind of expected. The games will get made up. New protocols have been in place. I kind of like the no glass behind the bench. I think that's kind of neat. I think it looks kind of cool. It kind of like, it feels like it's open. The whole area is open more. A little bit so I think that's kind of neat but it's very sad that COVID's kind of running through the NHL but hopefully it doesn't get to such a big deal that more more stuff around the league gets shut down and shout out the Canadian division not missing any games at all yet and right now what is it four teams shut down because of COVID it was five during the week but hopefully that's c- continues to get better of course the Vegas Golden Knights they went through it but they're back now and they look rested in this game against LA Kings again nine days off because of COVID protocols, they looked rested. They looked like they came out and ready to play. And a poor start for the Kings. Fast start for the Golden Knights as they made it one nothing, 50 seconds in. Who scored that one? That was uh, Nick Haig, his first of the season, made it one nothing just 50 seconds in. And again, the one thing with the Kings in this game, they just gave up too many odd man rushes. Whether it was a lucky bounce or a bad read, just too many odd man rushes. The second goal of the game, Stone's goal, that made it 2 to nothing. It became an odd man rush, and Curtis McDermott did a great job of getting back on the defensive end. But you need that forward to get back as well. Jared Anderson Dolan was playing in his first game of the year; he needed to get back on that play. Carl Grundstrom needed to get back on that play. They were a bit, just a bit behind in that game, uh, on that play. A couple things with the a lineup in this game that was kind of nice to see. Of course, Callie got reassigned back to Ontario. We'll talk about the rain in a second. But Marty Firk played his first game of the season, finally healthy, which was nice to see. And defenseman Austin Strand making his NHL debut last night. And, you know, or not last night, Thursday night against the Golden Knights. And, you know, not bad for his debut. 17, 17 and a half minutes of ice time. Like, that's pretty good for your NHL debut on the defensive end. He had a takeaway. He had a penalty. He, he was plus one. Plus one in your NHL debut in a game when you lose 5-2 to two is pretty good. Pretty good. So, you know, congrats to Austin Strand for making his NHL debut. I think he's going to be in the lineup Sunday. We'll talk about that game later on as well. But again, in this game, the Kings just gave up too many odd man rushes to the Vegas Golden Knights. And against a team with that sort of speed, it's going to cost you. It's always going to cost you. So... Stone made it 2-0, and then just a few seconds later, another odd man rush, which again just can't happen. Marshall made it 3-0, so it's 3-0 after the first period for the Vegas Golden Knights. And then it kind of got ugly. Carlson scored early on the first shot of the second period to make it 4-0. And then later on the power play, Cody Glass scored to make it 5-0 for Vegas at the time. With still over half the game to go, it was 5-0 Vegas. One kind of positive about this game, I guess, the LA Kings only allowed the one power play goal in four chances. So the penalty kill it's been good for the LA Kings this year. And they went 1 for 2 on the power play. Like the special teams haven't been bad for the LA Kings this year. Yes, there was a lot of negatives in this game, but the effort was better in this game. And there are some positives that you can take away as well. The LA Kings they did make it a little closer in the third period. Oh, even before that, the Knights did score again to make it 6-nothing. Uh, Stone did, but it was called for goaltender interference, so it was no goal. So it was still five nothing. And actually, uh, after the, after Carlson's goal that made it four nothing, Jonathan Quick got pulled, and Cal Peterson came into the game. And you can't really blame Quick at all because there was just too many, too many, too many odd man rushes given up. There was a few bad bounces. I will agree with that. Quick was only six saves on ten shots. Like that's just not good enough. But there a few of the goals were odd. Ma- odd bounces and just not good enough for uh by the defense to get back at just too many odd man rushes to give up they kind of let kind of let quick just hang out there to dry and that's just not good enough as a team and they know that they talked about that after the game and they admitted to that as well one of the plays i forget which goal it was trevor moore just got he just got bullied out of the way it's like you gotta be a little stronger than that you gotta get back you gotta make sure the odd man rush doesn't happen and he just kind of got bullied out of the way uh, there are a few positives. Kempe had a good game. I thought Austin Wagner had a good game. He actually scored the first Kings goal in the third period to make it 5-1 to one. at the time. A nice little play. He finally showing off that speed, made a nice little move, got inside on Whitecloud, took a beautiful pass from Dustin Brown, went to the net and went backhand through Fleury. That made it 5-1 to one. at the time. Austin Wagner's first of the year. And then later on the power play, Dustin Brown scored his fourth of the year. It was Kempe to Colpitar for an absolute Howard serve a one timer went through. Flurry's legs off the post, right to Dustin Brown, who put it in. That made it five to two at the time, and that would be the final score. That was Dustin Brown's fourth of the year, and they're all on the power play. Dustin Brown's fourth of the year. They all are. On, they're all on the power play. Also, we forgot to mention this year, instead of doing the three stars of the month, the Kings are still or the NHL is still doing the three stars of the week, but instead of doing the three stars of the month, they're doing a star for every division. And I don't remember if I mentioned this last episode or not. If I didn't, I should have. But Anze Kopitar was the star of the month for the Western Division. Again, great month for Kopitar. He had a great start of the season, and he still is. Of course, got the assist on the Brown goal. That's his 12th assist of the season. He is currently... He's still up there in the leaderboard, I believe. Again, 12th assist of the season. He's definitely up there in assists. I know Quinn Hughes of the Canucks is ahead of him. But for points, Kopitar is 13th. He has got 13 points, so he's tied for 17th. He's fallen down a little bit, but 13 points, one goal, and 12 assists on the season. So he has fallen down a little bit, but you know what? The team's been struggling a little bit as well, so there's it's tough to get some points when the team is struggling a little bit, but again, your LA Kings lose 5-2 to two in this game to the Vegas Golden Knights. And Again, the speed overwhelms the Kings a little bit in this game. I think it was a bit of a factor of it was Vegas's first game in nine days. But head coach Thomas talk, talked about it after the game. He said, their speed overwhelmed us. That's pretty evident. The transition from offense to defense, their defense jumping into the rush, RD handling anything outside with any sort of pace, we did a poor job, and it took us quite a while to adapt to that. And then it was too late. And that's true. Like There was too many on-man rushes given up by this team. And just, we talked about how the intensity and the compete level was better for the LA Kings in this game compared to the game against Anaheim on Tuesday. And just talking about that, Tom Mattallon said, I didn't mind our compete and our battle was a lot better today than it was against Anaheim a few days ago. The commitment to playing was good. Sometimes you've just got to recognize what's coming at you, know your range as far as pace and foot speed. We made some poor decisions, diving in on 50-50 pucks, diving in, and they skated right by us. The other night, we were very upset, all of us players and coaches, about the effort we put in. Today, we made mistakes, and mistakes are repairable over time. Some Some of the younger players, we saw the speed coming at them. It was tough. Some of the older players that should have known better also got caught, but we'll fix that as we go. So again, Anaheim, it was poor effort. This game against Vegas is just some small little adjustments. It was some poor reads. There was some defensemen that tried to get and jump into the rush and got too aggressive and it cost them in this game. So again, it's a lot of a learning curve for a young team, as well. i was just talking about Austin Wagner. Like he played a, he played, he was one of the better Kings in this game. He's finally getting a chance, you know, healthy scratch a bit in the starter lineup. Some people questioning, like, what's he, uh, what's his role on the team? But with Lazad and Anthony well, Lazad's kind of, or, uh, Wagner's getting a bit of a chance again and. Uh, McClellan said, it was uh, about Wagner. It was probably his best game of the season. He was aggressive, he was skating, he drew a penalty, created turnovers on the forecheck. That's what he needs to be doing, and now we saw where he was last year. Hopefully, Now we saw where he was last year. Hopefully he's back to stay at that level and that pace, so that's a positive. There's some things that we worked on at practice yesterday and I saw up here in-game, which is a real positive sign. That's huge. When players take what they learn in practice up into the game, that's how they get better, and it's awesome to see Austin Wagner doing that as well, and just, and again, something that the LA Kings will have to work on as they're a struggling team, but getting young guys in, is it can be tough on young guys to try to make an impact, but you're losing games, it can be real tough on the young guys, so after the game, head coach Salma Lalan just said about that, he said, We've got to find other ways to recognize their successful shifts. We have to recognize it, acknowledge it, make sure that they know they're doing things right. We have to make sure that we acknowledge the group as a whole for their effort. They didn't quit tonight. That was a positive. We talked about that between the second and third. Right now, the six, seven and are playing. There's a lot of inexperience back there. And I believe it's showing. We've got to keep them playing. They've got to learn and cut their teeth in league until we buy time to get a couple of the veterans back. See? Or you can see the difference that they make. But. By no means is it putting a spotlight on the young defenseman and, and accusing them of having the inability to play. It's just a tough league to learn on the fly. And when you have one guy doing it, that's not a bad thing. When you have four or five on the back end, it's a tough, tough thing. We got better as the night went on, but the start wasn't where it needed to be, and hopefully it'll be better on Sunday. So again, that's just so true. You have a really, really young back end right now, and it you can see it's evident that missing Walker and Roy hurts right now. It's really taking a toll on the team, and it really hurts. And hopefully they can get them back soon. But again, I love seeing the young guys play. And yes, they're going to have their tough moments. But it's a learning curve for them as well. And they have to. They have to go through it because they're only going to get better by playing. You're only going to get better by playing in the game. But it is, again, a tough league to learn on the fly, like head coach Todd McClellan said. Another note about this game. Unfortunately, Marty Firk finally back in the lineup in this game. Gets hurt in the second period. Didn't return. It's a lower body injury, I believe. They said, we don't know what his timetable is. He's not playing on Sunday. We don't know what his timetable is, when he's going to be back. But we'll see what happens as well. And now between games, they make a ton of roster moves again. Guys going up, guys going down, guys on the taxi squad, guys off the taxi squad. They made a couple roster moves. But the one that's nice, the one that I'm actually really hopeful for, and I'm really glad it happened, is the Oilers put goaltender Troy Grosinic back on waivers. Kings claimed him, brought him right back. So welcome back, goaltender Troy Grosinic. He's back with the LA Kings, and he got assigned right away back to the Ontario Reign. So very nice to have Grosinic back. Again, I think he's a guy that can really help the team as a stopgap guy, as a guy that can help if either Quick or Peterson gets hurt throughout the season and I'm very glad that Gross Nick is back and now on to Sunday afternoon where your LA Kings much better game but they can't quite get the result as they fall 4-3 to to the Vegas Golden Knights again the first series this season where the, your LA Kings haven't got at least a point in the series every series they've battled they've got a point this is the first time that they haven't this an, a great battle by the Kings. A much better game. Much better, the effort was there. Much better battle level. Got some bounces. Robert Leonard looks shaky in this game for the Vegas Golden Knights. But your LA Kings do fall 4-3 to, to the Vegas Golden Knights. So 5-2 loss and a 4-3 loss. Uh you know, slow start for the Kings in the first game as Vegas scored a minute in. Kings do the exact same thing this game. Kopitar, 36 seconds in, his second of the of the year, made it one to nothing early. Beautiful pass from I follow, and just a nice shot by Kopitar past Leonard to make it one to nothing. Mikey Anderson gets his second assist of the season. But a few minutes later, Riley Smith, his third of the year, made it one to one past Cal Peterson. But then, just a few minutes later, Kings great response. They did a great job of that in this game for the most part. Kempe, his fourth year, tied for the team lead with Dustin Brown. His fourth year made it 2-1 at the time. This was a goal that Robin Leonard wants back. It wasn't a good one for him to allow. Beautiful pass from Velarde to Kempe. Kempe, good shot. Just one that Leonard can't let... By him and you know he looks shaky in this game for the Golden Knights he's lucky to come away with the win and I think the Knights are a little bit lucky to come away with the win as well because Leonard did not look great at points in this game that made it 2-1 to one for the Kings at the time but again this can't happen 26 seconds after Kempe makes it 2-1 to one, Zach Whitecloud gets his first of the year and makes it 2-2 two to two. and again a lot allowing the time goal 26 seconds after you take the lead that just cannot happen a tough break for the la kings it was a bit of a broken play that made it 2-2 and then a few minutes later chandler stevenson his uh second of the season made it three to two for the kings so create or for the Knights, sorry so a crazy first period three to two for the vegas golden knights after the first period but again a much better effort by the kings throughout this game uh you get keep going into the second period it's back and forth then finally he's getting a chance in the lineup Jared Anderson Dolan, his first career NHL goal from Trevor Moore and Austin Wagner, ties the game at three. Great to see him get his first career goal. You know, he came in a few years ago as a 19-year-old. He's really battled. He's still young, kind of been in and out of the lineup. He gets his first career NHL goal to tie it at three. At the time, that was only goal in the second period. But late in the second period, a penalty turns out to cost the. LA Kings late in the period. Carl Grunstrom from a delay of game penalty, just a puck over the last penalty. Unfortunate. Can't happen, those things, but it does happen eventually. And it does happen once in a while. And then Chandler Stevenson scores on the power play. Again, a weird one. He just tries to center it and that goes off Peterson and in. This is one that Peterson would want back. Chandler Stevenson's second goal of the game on the power play. That made it four to three for Vegas and LA Kings battled. They had power play chances. Actually, they had a power play chance late in the game in the final five minutes. And it was just honestly a very disjointed, not a good power play for the LA Kings. Vegas did a great job of making sure the Kings didn't do well on the power play. And they did. It was just also just a very disjointed, not a good power play for the LA Kings. And it cost them. They couldn't score late in the game. Couldn't score with the net empty late in the game. And your LA Kings fell 4-3 to the Vegas Golden Knights. Like I said, a lot better effort in this game. Uh, getting getting outshot thirty three to thirty two, so they were close in the shots. Both teams had ten shots in the second and in the third period. Actually, uh, LA King's much better in the faceoff circle this game, fifty eight point two percent in the faceoff dot. All for four on the power play that hurts. One for two on the penalty kill. Yeah, that hurts. But you know that's gonna happen. I'm not worried about the penalty kill. It's still third in the league. That I've said. The special teams are good on this team. The power play is eleventh in the league despite going 0 for four today, and The penalty kill is still third in league despite allowing a goal on two chances. So, you know, like I said, the penalty, the special teams have been great for the LA Kings so far this season. But again, 4-3 loss. Kopitar, his second of the year. Kempe, his fourth of the year. And Jared Anderson-Dolan, his first career NHL goal. Uh, A Physical this game as well. Kings, 27 hits in this game compared to the Knights, 26. Just physical game. A couple odd man rushes again, but a just a much, much better game for the LA Kings in this game. Something that they can take into Tuesday when they play the San Jose Sharks at home. They get to go back home. Hopefully they get some uh some help as well. Hopefully Matt Roy can be back in the lineup. Hopefully they can get some help as well. But honestly, this lineup that's kind of the kind of like a makeshift lineup with four guys out, four regulars out of the lineup, they've started to play better and it's good to see. And again, just a tough loss. First time they haven't got a point. In uh, in a series this season, I honestly really like these two three game series. I think that the NHL should continue with them. It's it creates more rivalry. Like the games are more intense because like because you're playing each other so often. And I really think that the NHL should stick with this. I really like this format, and I think they should stick with it. But four three loss to the Vegas Golden Knights, a five two loss, and a four three loss. They are now on. Uh, they're now going home for four straight two against San Jose and two against. Minnesota. And now not only did your LA Kings play two games this week, the baby LA Kings, the Ontario Reign finally made their season debut, their AHL debut as the American Hockey League season it is finally starting after going through COVID and stuff like that. Hopefully it does hopefully COVID doesn't hit the AHL too hard as it has finally started. Your Ontario Reign actually lost their season opener by the score of 5 to 2. Uh, Daniel Brickley and Rasmus Kupari had the two goals. Quentin Byfield and Tyler Madden both had their first pro assists in the game as well. So that's a good sign. The lines actually for the team looked like this. Kupari centered uh, Tyler Madden and Arthur uh, Kaliev. Turcott, uh, who was healthy. Nice that he's healthy. Nice that he was good for the debut. Centered uh, Essamont and Thomas. Byfield centered Byron and Fajimo. I like that a lot. And Sutter, centered, Amama, and Dudas. It was uh, Brickley and Druze as the first pairing, mover and Phillips as the second pairing, Gauntz and Siddick as the second pairing, uh, Vitalda was in net, but they unfortunately lost their season opener 5-2. to We will be updating you on the Ontario Reign all season long as well. As for the LA Kings, they now are off to Back home for four straight, they play the San Jose Sharks twice on Tuesday night at seven, and then on Thursday night at seven, and then they play the Minnesota Wild twice Saturday night on the thirteenth at seven. A couple days off, and then again on the sixteenth Tuesday, the sixteenth at seven. So we will definitely talk. We'll definitely talk to the Stick Hungry Boys, the Sharks uh, podcast here at the Hockey Podcast Network, about the matchup between the Sharks, and we'll definitely talk to the Soda Pod Boys about the Minnesota Wild as well. Hopefully. Hopefully the Minnesota Wild can play because they're one of the teams in COVID protocol right now. So hopefully they can play as well. We'll just have to wait and see. We'll just have to be patient. We'll just have to wait and see. But again, I'm, I'm pretty sure I'm going to join the Sick Hungry Boys on Tuesday night to talk about the Kings and the Sharks. I'm very excited to join them and talk about the matchups, the two games between the Kings and the Sharks. And I'm sure we'll talk to them a few times throughout the season as well. This has been episode 19 of the King's Den. Thank you so much for joining me for episode 19. Of course, I'm your host, Jordy Cunningham. Don't forget to follow me on Twitter at CunninghamJordy or on Instagram at Jordy underscore Cunningham23. Of course, this is the King's Den. Don't forget to follow us on Twitter and Instagram at the T Don't forget to follow the Hockey Podcast Network on Twitter and Instagram at HockeyPodNet or on Facebook. Just search the Hockey Podcast Network. Or on YouTube for all of our great video footage around the network. Just search The Hockey Podcast Network. Or check us out on Patreon for just $1. You can find all of our exclusive bonus content as well. Including after hours and so much more. And also don't forget to like, rate, subscribe, and review to The Kingston and every other podcast around The Hockey Podcast Network. Everyone is just killing it around the network. Doing such a great job. So definitely check out everyone's as well. And also... Yes, I, I've always been the official podcast of the LA Kings here at the Hockey Podcast Network, but now we have two podcasts about the Kings, that I'm so excited to collaborate with these guys as we have the Kings Realm as well now joining the Hockey Podcast Network, so please give them a big welcome as well. We're going to collaborate. We're going to talk about Kings hockey, and I'm very much looking forward to doing that. Thank you so much again for joining us. Have a great week. Stay safe, and we'll talk to you on Thursday for episode 20 of season 2 of the Kings Day.